$12,082. That's the average cost of a single ticket to this year's Tay-Tay Bowl. Don't do that. Come to St. Louis with 10 of your friends, spend a weekend, eat like kings and queens, spend zero on our zoo and museums, and watch the game in your hotel suite. You can plan that whole trip on explorestl.com, your source for all things STL. Today's episode features the original three amigos. That's right. We highlight some key points from recent episodes, cover the GOAT versus GOAT matchup, give our STL City win predictions for the 24th season, discuss the first ever steroid Olympics, and much more. This episode is dedicated to dry January's passing. Let's go. It's time, I'll boys. Tell you a story. Tis time. About the house in blue. This this felt super appropriate I'll for today's episode. Friday. It's the three amigos. You, you had mentioned it. Um, I'm missing that part. You, you we, know, we're gonna have to use our brains. Oh, we are. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I I got you now. Uh, you guys you guys know the song, right? Come on now. Yes, I know this song. This is this is George Thurgood. I love this song. One bourbon, one scotch. This is my one bourbon, one shot, one beer. This is get off work on Friday, seventy degree day. It happens to be a seventy degree day. Windows down. Excited you're off work. Just blare this for about nine minutes. I'm, I'm playing this in honor of February first. For all of you people, this is this is a uh, long distance dedication. <laughs> Those to, that have suffered through dry January. To all of you, dry <laughs> January. Today's the day. <laughs> Take your pick: one bourbon, one shot, one beer, or all of the above. I think you had. Uh, I think you you hit the trifecta, right? Uh, no, I got two. Oh, you didn't have bourbon. No, I no scotch. It's not, it's not scotch. Scott. Shot. shot. Uh, it's not shot. One bourbon, one shot, one beer. So now that we got biting the bit converted, <laughs> now we gotta get scotch. You to know shot. another thing that three amigos say that famously quipped: uh, "Wherever there's injustice, you will find us." <laughs> Still one of the best movies of all time. It's great. It's my uh, wife's favorite. <laughs> she, well, she's sitting here with us right now. She's, oh my god, I How love can you it. Tell it's a male plane. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, we're back. Another episode of Soccer Dad Pod. Um, tonight, uh, w- this is actually episode number. Do you guys know what number it is? One twenty. I think one twenty-one. One twenty-one. One twenty-one. I think Mr. Allen was one twenty, and yeah. that. Uh, and 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 and, and hey, let me let me stop everybody. Listen to it. I listen to all of them. Zach doesn't listen to all of them. You didn't listen to none of them. You did that one solo, JB, and uh, congratulations, solo, kudos to you, solo amigo. Um, I didn't think you had it in you. Um, I didn't, but you did an excellent job. I, was, I, I really, oh, you, you did a you did a nice job, and and, and Chris came off well. Um, I'm excited for that guy in Marquette. Yeah, I think you did a great job of first of all teeing up the interview, and then doing a, a, a semi cold intro. And then a great interview with him, and and well, shoot. I think he episode one twenty one's in the books. Thanks, guys. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> I, Jared and I actually talked about it before we started recording. Chris is one of those guys that he's got such an interesting career with the high school part of it, and then 
with Slew and now Marquette, I'm excited for him and, and that, that group of girls that are going to get to play for him and, and the school. Well, here's the funny thing. like Chris is just kind of the most recent uh, guest episode that has really started to elicit <clears throat> more uh, direct messaging, people reaching out, texting from people that we know, and then really a, a rather large uptick in individuals that we don't know that are like, oh my God, I listened to this episode. You know, I learned a lot. Um, For those of you that are kind of in the weeds of you have a little one or little ones that are playing competitively and you're thinking about the next level, uh, we have a handful of episodes recently uh, from Mike Seabolt, Missouri State head coach, uh, Tim Kelly, goalie, uh, City 2 goalie coach, and then the academy goalie director here at St. Louis City. Uh, and then the most recent one with uh, Chris Allen, the new women's head coach at Marquette University, Big East School. Each one of them are presenting a, just some brilliant insight to yeah. you know, what, what they're looking for, what they, what they, how they evaluate, what they expect. Yeah, and a lot of it is not what you think it is. Um, so just help us out, listen, yeah. kick well, the numbers, but you'll you will garner. Well, how about the numbers from uh, Mr. Bear, Mr. Mike uh, Seabolt down there? Uh, people, that's a lightning rod episode. People certainly, are listening. Certainly garnered some interesting feedback on the socials. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, my takeaway from that episode, um, and really this kind of applies to so many conversations that we have across the board, and he said it just succinctly. Uh, for those of you that are wondering why your kid isn't getting minutes or why can they not play at this school or why did they not get picked for this team or whatever the why question is, his answer simplistically was be better. (laughs) Just be better. And going back to an episode we haven't talked about is Ty Keogh. I mean, that guy was the epitome of just be better and constantly improving, constantly making changes and, and just getting better and had a shadow that was unbelievably long we are 40 something year olds and i would say that us three guys are huge north american soccer fans and it was cool for us three because if you're a fan and you're 40 something years old of soccer in north america taikia's the guy oh my god i mean well he's like ty webb from caddyshack well not only was he doing it on the field and then obviously he did it in our backyard, so we're a little yeah. bit more homer towards it. But then he transcended into the broadcast booth yep. and covered four World Cups and was, everybody knows JP Della Camera, but, but they also know Ty Keogh because yeah. he was in the booth with him for all of those World Cups. Well, and, and we got a, a note from our, our good friend Bill Luby talking about... Yeah, we got to start putting Bill on the payroll. I, we have to. That guy is amazing. And so Bill, <laughs> thank you for continuing to listen and, and provide feedback on our guests and the content because it's 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 very helpful and, and rewarding to hear it. So what I want to do here is um, I want to have a little fun because uh, the th- it's it's a three amigo episode today, uh, and I want to kind of integrate as many of you know listening. Explore St. Louis has uh, graciously stepped up. They're helping support the show. They're they're uh, sending links and cash and all that cool stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, and it got me thinking because when it comes to St. Louis, for the listener, most listeners, they're from the area and or they're coming through for tournaments or maybe they've been here at some point. Uh, 
but explorestlouis.com, explorestl.com is a source for, you know, where to eat, what to do, where to stay, all that other stuff. So I thought it'd be fun real quick. We're going to do a little rapid fire uh, because food, food and beverage is really kind of our passion. Am I right, guys? Uh, yes, 100%. Um, it's, it's my passion for sure. So can I go first? Well, here's what I'm going to do. No, no, you, you can. I'm going to ask the questions. We're just going to do a favorite section real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like uh, the end of a Stern episode or whatever. You know what they do. Oh, oh I know what you're fire. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Okay. First thing we're going to start with. If you're writing, listening, it, writing it down. You can't see it. Um, be, be ready to hit pause and Google these places or follow them on Instagram because it's going to be legit. First, favorite burger. But I have three categories for favorite burger, and we got to do this quickly. First one is favorite smash burger. Go. Max. What you got, Jared? Uh, high point. Oh, that's a good one, too. Uh, I'm going to go with Max, actually. Yeah. Uh, Max, I, Max I, Local I, Eats. Me, too. <laughs> I'm going to go with Max, too. <laughs> I just changed it up because the high point also has another But high good point smash is amazing as well. But high Max point and Max. Fucking awesome. Max is great. All, right, all the specialty stuff. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, second one. Uh, favorite burger? Thick. Grilled. O'Connell's. Damn. Sorry. I beat you to it. O'Connell's burger. I'm with him on that one. What do you like? Thick. Uh, I'm going Maggie O'Brien's. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really yeah. good choice yeah. as well. Yeah. Which, by the way, as we're here sitting here today, hello <laughs> <laughs> Maggie O's. Yeah. Not at O'Connell's. I see what you did. Now, uh, this is kind of an embarrassing one. Guilty pleasure fast food burger. Go. Double Ooh. cheeseburger. Where are you getting from? The three, two, one. Go. I don't know. I'm going stock Dairy Queen. Rallies. Oh, Buford. I, I don't. I can't. I don't. Sure. Rally right. sounds great. All right, done. Favorite pizza, <laughs> deep dish, go. St. Louis style. St. Deep Louis? Dish. St. Louis deep dish restaurant. Sorry. Cross uh, that up a little bit. Three, two, one. Racanelli's. Racanelli's. Jets. Uh, oh. Uh, oh, Blackthorn. 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 Yeah, I'm, I'm change. Actually, no. I'm going with uh, JJ Twix. Oh, that's good Oh, double decker. Let's go, yes. Vader. Hell yeah. That might be the winner. Uh, th- now let's go thin crust St. Louis style. Where, where are you getting it? Telena's. Telena's. Jared, what you got? Three, uh, two. Peronis. Peronis. I'm going to go Guido's on the hill. Okay. See, that's what I wrote down for Jared's favorite place. Uh, real quick, favorite date night dinner. Where are you taking, Kelly? Jared, you're first. Well, east Re- side. Huh? East side. East side? <laughs> Sauge <laughs> no, is part no, of the no. Explore landscape. No, I'm, I'm going somewhere on the hill. I'm probably going to Anthony Knows. Anthony Something Knows. Something like that. Date night. Honestly, it's Cooper's Hawk. I know it sounds, it's not a local, but that's Mandy's favorite. And that's so fine. It's good food, good wine. Uh, I'm going to go with Sydney Street Cafe. Oh, it's oh, Banger. Yeah, too. yeah. I think I want to go there. Yeah. I'm not taking you there, though. <laughs> Kelly will take you there. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Anthony Knows. Uh, and then I'm going to give you guys uh, two two more, and then we're done with this one. Uh, tourist spot. Where do you send a tourist with kids to eat and hang out in the city of St. Louis? To eat and hang out? Yep. I mean, Union Station and the City Museum. To Union Station eat? Well, there's a couple places in there, but... It's just because it's where you, all compact. Where are you sending it? I'm going to answer this a two-fold way. During the holidays, I'm going to Budweiser Nightlights because it's America. It's St. Louis. It's awesome. <laughs> it's fun. It's fires. It's good beer. Um, I'm going to go to a Belgian-owned company that <laughs> makes American beer. But it's St. Louis. Just ask my tattooist. And then secondly, if I'm going to go just have fun, where, where am I going? Where you send somebody to eat? The hill. 
Just anywhere on the yeah, hill. Yeah, just just go to the okay. hill. I'll go to Zia's because I love Zia's. I, I'm I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw a bone our uh, friends over at Urban Chestnut. Uh, throw it their way because not only do they have beer to satisfy all the adult libations, the food is fire. It is pizza. The chicken. I saw and the they chicken. can be loud as they want. And they the German have game they have room. The game room with pinball. The German fair is good there too. Yes. yes. Checks all the box. No, I agree. That's a that's a good one. Last one in honor of our friends with the lowercase K across the state. What's your favorite barbecue joint joint in the city of St. Louis? Daly's. Daly's. Daly's in Valley Park. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. I got you. What you got, Jared? You go next. Uh, Bogarts. I'm gonna go down to mm. uh, Soulard. Their ribs are. Yeah. Pick them up. Bone comes up. And, and I'm just gonna go down. Sugar Fire. It's a chain, but it's fucking awesome. But Sugar Fire wasn't a chain until fairly recently, and yeah. I All right. would put them in there, too. Love it. ExploreSTL.com. If you, uh, you, you're you going to go do a little search and do your thing there. Hey, guys, let's talk a little uh, let's talk a little soccer. As we think, uh, another supporter of the show, and that would be the Ambush, our indoor yeah. professional soccer team. Um, it, take the family. Go, get out there. Family Arena. They've got some home games uh, coming up February 2nd, 4th, and 10th. So there's options. Upon us right now. What was the first one you said? Second. So tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Dang. Yeah, I'm going to get this one out tonight. So All right. So uh, Friday. By the way, two current players, actually more than two, have been on this show. Yeah, quite a few, actually. We've had, I think, four. One, two. Because we had three, Otto three. early. We, we had are, Paolo. We're up to six. Six? We are up to six. And interesting news about our players that we had because we had Marcel and Will. Yeah. And this is awesome because I've been to multiple games recently. Yep. And for me, Will Eske, the captain, he is all over the field. I love the way he plays. He's tenacious. He just got called into the U.S. Futsal National Camp. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And and it's well-deserved because he can play. Because Otto's on that as well. Otto Yahik. So they have a game on Friday night and Sunday? Friday, Sunday, t- so let me look here. Two, four, two, four, ten. So the second, the fourth, and the tenth. I think I'm going to go on Sunday. I There's nothing going on. I was thinking about it, too. So we might be out there. So, uh, hey, Pete. Well, one of you guys get a suite so I can sit in there and have beers. Hey, no. Locker, Longo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was going to talk about that, too. They're, uh, the game the other night. You, you were talking about it earlier. Uh, they traveled out to San Diego. So they go on their West Coast uh, swing. They play San Diego. Um, the ambush has the team. They just haven't put it together yet. They go out there, and they play the top team in the league. And uh, Paulo, he goes by one name only, 100 career caps, 102 now. Um, he scores a flipping banger to tie the game late in the game. They ended up losing in overtime. I think they had a goal call back, but watch the video of Paulo's goal and watch the bench and watch the people that were there. The goal was freaking awesome. Well, it's one of those things, you know, this is where indoors, you know, creates a different level of excitement because when you think about and when you hear about a soccer match where a goalie scores, right? Typically speaking, uh, you're down a goal, there's no time left, and they send everybody into the box. And the goalie miraculously gets their head on it and scores and ties it. Those are usually storytelling yeah, yeah. endings, right? In this particular case, no, no. He's out there on the field. He's, play, he's playing right back. It, it's 6v5. He's up there, and they're moving the ball around the perimeter, and he plays it in, and then he gets it back, and he hits a one-time 
pill. Um, it was awesome. Well, it's like when they pull a goalie in hockey and they bring out another offensive player. In this case, you don't need to because Paolo can do it. Yeah. Yeah, he is the offensive player. Yes, he is. Yeah, it was awesome. So check it out. Hey, go to uh, St. Louis Ambush online and either socials. Get some tickets. Go out there and see. Check out Paolo. I'm sure he'll net another one soon. Now now the, the pressure's on. <laughs> um, uh, Chris, Bill, and Pete, the Pinnacle Loans Armada. The boys are back. Uh, they... We are uh, we're looking at another round of three months of friendly support partnership with PinnacleLoans.com. You think they'd help me find? So this is a weird topic to bring up in the middle of a promo, but I've been thinking a lot about st- starting a new, like an actual little farm, like a mini farm. You think they could help me with that? Uh, well, does it require a bank, a loan, yeah. and property? Yeah. yeah. Then that would be okay. a yes. I'm gonna call them. <laughs> I want so goats. I want mini cows. You, I just don't peg you orchard. for. I, I think you might be the worst farmer ever. Uh, Based on you what? would be wrong. <laughs> just because I dress better than you doesn't mean I can't. Farm. I just don't think. I think you would be like Ew, poop. Oh no, <laughs> poopé. Yeah. No, do you no. remember? Do you remember <laughs> your Tart. stupid deer story? Like, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know how to field dress a deer, but doesn't mean I can't have. Why, yes, but you have plenty of tech devices. Why didn't you just throw YouTube on oh, an iPad and do it in the if backyard? If you own a farm, I don't you think a prereq would be to figure out how to field dress a deer? I don't think so. You don't? Nope. Okay. All right, moving on. Yeah, pinnacle points of the day. Let's get into them right now. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna kick this thing off, and we were talking about it a little bit before we got on the air here. Uh, today was the goat ah uh, goat. Match uh, between Inter Miami and Al Nasir, uh, and the irony right out of the gate. Neither one of uh, the goats started. In fact, Ronaldo was up sitting in the uh, the chic booth or box or whatever as he was taunting the American game. That chic. <laughs> I know. I saw that. Uh, I just wanted to take his head summer- and freaking in summary, rip it off his fucking head. Six zero, Inter Miami loses. <laughs> um, gut reaction for me when I saw it, and I was kind of watching it in real time, popping up on the Twitter feed, and it's like, my first thought was, why, why, why play this game, right? I, you know, what is the real value? Are we, are we trying to score Middle Eastern fans no. for Apple TV to watch MLS come you, spring? You guys know. I know and one of the big sponsors of Messi right now is Saudi Arabian travel. I I get it, but MLS <laughs> has one to. of his sponsors is Saudi Whatever Arabia. What happened to the best team in the league going on these tours, like the Cosmos back in the day, or well, whoever? Let's, like, l- let's not get too far through. Hold, hold middle on. of the road, maybe. Yeah, Inter Miami Al Nasir. I get why they did it. I get on paper, two, three, four, five months ago, whenever this thing started to come to fruition. Like, oh, my God, we can get a game and you know, Messi versus Ronaldo. And, you know, in two leagues, they're fighting for the fifth, sixth, seventh best ranking in global soccer leagues. It kind of made sense. And then the, the way this thing came up and then six. it's just like it's like a helium balloon that you suck on and your voice is the same. So let's get this straight. Volume. So a team from the United States flies 20 hours to Saudi Arabia preseason 
in the preseason. Two weeks, mind you, in. Right. Haven't played a game. Haven't or, won a game. Yeah, haven't won a game in three months. And haven't they played, played a meaningful game since October. They play a team who's in the middle of their season in their hometown who didn't travel. And this is shocking that they lost. I loved Ronaldo until today, and I was watching that game. Sorry. And his I, fucking smirk on his face up there in the thing, I wanted to kill him. Yeah. Well, I, I, hate, I, I, I can't I stand him. I wasn't that angry, but I was, I've always been a nut. Well, here's he the was other like, thing. I told you so. Here's the other thing. It was 5-0 going into the 83rd or 85th minute, and that's when Miami puts in Messi. And I'm thinking to myself, why? <laughs> okay. The, the, look, the car wreck... Was was fairly significant. You're down five zero, um, and then, and then what happens? The the, the 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 scenario is the the living passenger, the one that can actually keep the family going. You set him on the side of the road, i.e., Messi, and then you put him in the game, potentially getting injured, and it just made. You know Dude. they had to have him in there at some point. I understand, but it's <laughs> the point, amount of money. If I'm, if I'm the Miami, amount of money that Miami got paid to travel to Saudi Arabia to play that game, I would look was I more than most of our entire MLS teams will probably make. I would have taken out some like hole in one insurance and just say, you know what, we're just going to pay the insurance policy. He's not playing because if he gets hurt, what is that? What is that? What does that really do to Miami's short midterm cash flow? That's a disaster. Yeah. Anyway, all right. all right. Pinnacle point, what you got? Uh, Carnell gets extended. So our beloved City SC's head coach, first-year head coach, is now going to be our future head coach for a while. Um, so that's exciting. I know Two-year deal. Yeah, two-year deal. <laughs> hey. Well, I saw a stat, though. Uh, as of right now, he is uh, 16th highest in tenure for head coaches for, right. in the MLS. So, I mean, a three-year deal is pretty actually this will be four years total because he was here for two years technically now well that's what they've been they counted that yeah so i mean two seasons i'm excited about it i think it's good for continuity i know there's a lot of discussion around can he do it again you know with the same style and with the uh the, the type of of soccer he's playing but i think it's good for the city to have that continuity for sure because i think a lot of folks thought we had such a, a great season that all the top execs are going to be gone. All of our top players are going to be gone. And really, other than Nico, we haven't lost a lot of the top group on the admin side or the player side. And if so you're listening good. to the, the, the organization, they feel that they've added to the group and they've gotten better. Yeah. So, so, I mean, what have you done for me lately? Well, you were first in the Western Conference. And, you know, I know this is a business of, uh, of winning and it just makes sense. I mean, you give the guy another opportunity, he's got a chip in a chair, and he needs to prove it this year. And that's as good as he's going to be. And if he does well again this year, he'll probably get extended the following year. Yeah, I think I think just kind of pre-having the team, let's be honest, none of us followed MLS. We knew we knew the teams. We had a, you know, a handful of game games maybe a year that we would check out. Um He's uh, is there is there an onus or an expectation on him to win at a high level this year? I don't know. Yes. How do you? But how do you come out of last year? Look, I'm not going to say last year do was. Do you flip, have that expectation that he's going to? Uh, do you expect them to win this year? No. 
I think we'll, we, we will win games. Do I think we will be above 500? I hope so. Do I predict us to be top of the West? No. Do I think that we're you know going into it without any major changes to our roster? Do I think we have a squad that can run through the four or five teams that do have significant depth and big names at the top to win big games? No, I, I, look, I'm just kind of being okay. Let's pause. Let's, let's let's pause this for a realistic second. here. I think we should do a straw poll on how many wins we think City's going to hit this year. Uh, total game. What's total game? Thirty-seven. Count? Thirty-seven. No, twenty-seven. Right? Thirty-seven. <clears throat> Thirty. Thirty-seven. Yeah. Is it 37? seventeen home games? Eighteen or plus? Or no, seventeen and seventeen. So thirty. We are all thirty-four. That's why there's thirty-two podcasts. Dedicated to City us. SC. <laughs> so there's 34 games. Sure. Yeah, 34. It was okay. so far off by 37. But go ahead. How many wins did we have last year? We should know that answer, too. Uh, 17, 18? 17, I think. Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up while you guys are thinking. Here's, I'll go last. I think, yeah, you looked that up. <laughs> uh, so if we're in agreement that there's roughly 30, I thought, that, I thought it was 39 games. 34 Re- games. 34. Let's say it's 34. Okay. Sure. My over under, assuming 17 is 500, right? I'm going to say 18 wins. That's my pick. Okay. I don't think we win more than 10 games. Wow. I say. Now, is that based on what are you fundamentally basing that on? I'm, I'm fundamentally. Uh, I'm, I'm basing that on. The the blueprints out. We don't value having the ball, and if you don't want the ball, you're not going to win. I mean, the the teams that figured us out post August first, that's what they did. Yes, Zach, what you got? I'm going 15 plus. Yeah, it's probably in hindsight. I I think I think we have a better chance of. Maybe limiting the losses, increasing the ties. I don't see a significant increase or match on wins. Just all things being equal. Because, again, we we have not, and here's my premise, we have not added significantly to change the landscape of the squad. So So everybody else. We played 34 league games last year. 17 wins, which is what I, I think I said. Yes. Yep. Two losses or twelve losses and five draws. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> get so the, the over down. under for you is fifteen. The over under for you is seventeen. The over under is for ten for me. I, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Re, I'm gonna take mine back. I'm gonna say sixteen. So here's the the big thing for me is last year our goal differential was plus seventeen. Mm-hmm. Sixty two game goals for forty five against. We lost Nico. That's ten ish goals. I think with. Klaus healthy, but we had Klaus, Klaus healthy, out for a dinner on healthy, and a couple of the newer kind of winger midfields that we've just brought in. I think we can make that back up. I think we get better with Durkin, with Def, and McSorley. Yep, I, I agree. I, I think I think fifteen plus is a, a reasonable. Okay, all right. No, no pressure, Carnell. You're good. Jared, what you got? Pinnacle point of the day. I'm taking it away from soccer again, and I would. <laughs> you're gonna love this one. I am not a huge movie guy, but I'm excited about a new movie coming out. March 8th. Is it Barbie 2? No, it's oh. the Roadhouse remake. Oh, God. Oh, my God. It's, it's, I saw so, the preview. So, 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 like, hold on. 
So the first Roadhouse, if you don't like that, there's something wrong with you. Based in Jasper, Missouri. We're from Missouri. We love it. You know, feel good story. Good do, do, guy. Do you wins. realize what you just did? You said based in Jasper, Missouri, and we're from Missouri. Yeah, we're from Missouri. I thought uh, are those I, two I different met Missouri. <laughs> so and the reason you'll like it, this new remake is based in the Florida Keys. And so Jake Gyllenhaal's the star. He's a former UFC baller, and he comes in to clean up this bar, kind of based on the same Roadhouse story. And then Conor McGregor comes in as the bad guy. I, I, I mean, for me, if you, I'm just excited to watch the movie because, like, like I haven't been excited about a lot of our theater lately. And like, I was excited about Top Gun. Yeah. And I'm just excited to watch a new Maverick? movie. You're talking about Maverick, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The thing about Maverick for me was I had zero expectations having grown up with Top Gun, the original, is my favorite movie ever as a kid. Maybe mine too. And I ate so much crow on that. I loved it. It was great. It was great. I'm with and you, I though. I guarantee you Roadhouse is going to be good. It's going to be, I think it's verging on. Because I've seen the one preview where he's like, hey, do any of you guys have insurance? Because I'm going to slap you. And then, psh, 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 did you like, like the old Roadhouse? I did, but because of the cheese factor. Oh, I love the old Roadhouse. Do you? I. It was fine. I, I, I'm excited about it. I think Jake Gyllenhaal looking like he does at 47 years old kind of pisses me off, but good for him. You know. Yeah, but if you're paid all day to do I know. That, trust me, I'm well aware, but still. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, uh, one... Bourbon, one shot, one beer down here at uh, Maggio's. Um, oh, real quick, everybody, I want to throw this out at you before we go to break. Need some help. Uh, I looked at the numbers today. Uh, our listener pool is 78% male. You know who you are. Uh, of that, 54% of you are over the age of 45. Now, we are averaging about 1,500 downloads per episode, and we have a grand total of uh, 68 reviews on Apple, which tells me that all you guys that are 45 and over, you, you're you not tech savvy. Let's do this. Just go into your app. Just click the review. Type whatever you want. These guys suck. Yeah, where you sure download us and play, there's a button where you can review. Yeah, help us out. Button. Real simple. Hey, quick break. We're going to be right back. Uh, we're going to talk about Geo. Uh, we're going to talk a um, little bit of uh, college recruiting. We got a few other things on the agenda here, so stick around. We'll see you on the flip side. Need me a triple shot of that stuff. Gonna get drunk, won't you listen right here? I want one Hey everyone, buying a home, it's kind of a big deal. Never has there been more competition to buy, so few homes to choose from, all made worse by an uncertain interest rate landscape. Now that you're short a bedroom for the third kid, you're in the wrong school district and a walkable corner pub isn't nearly close enough, it's time to reach out to the Pinnacle Loan Team for help. They work with a network of agents that have their feet on the ground across the whole region and have a number of loan products that are cost-effective with a process that is simple. Basically, they've got you covered from start to finish. So when it's time to buy, visit thepinnacleloans.com. That's thepinnacleloans.com. Simply the best in home loans. All right, people, we're back. Got some refills down here at Maggie O'Brien's Caddy Corner from uh, our new Mecca. Right. Uh, rolling us back in with another tribute to the bygone days of dry, 
dry January. <laughs> Chumba Wumba. Remember this one? No. Jared, you know this one? Yeah, I know this one. It's from Shrek. <laughs> I always found that weird <laughs> that they use this in Shrek. It's literally about drinking everything that the bar has. I love it. Uh, well, Shrek was one of the first animated features that had a lot of hidden kind of innuendo jokes yeah. throughout here, the whole here we go. movie. Right here. It's a whiskey drink. It's a vodka drink. It's a vodka drink. So basically, it drinks everything. Yeah. I love it. That's what February 1st for. Uh, dry January's out of here. And uh, Mardi Gras coming up. <clears throat> you yeah, what are we going to call it? Like, do we call it, uh, you know, there's nothing that really rhymes with February that's like wet or drinking or, you know. I don't, I don't, it, dry January has a, a little role to it. I don't know. We'll work on I, that. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it does have that role to it because um, I've never they had both ended I think it's a little ridiculous, but. Um, do you know another thing that's going on for, with our lives? Today um, is National Change Your Password Day. I, you know, it's weird. I actually do, not on this specific day, but I do try to change my passwords once a year. I hate passwords, and I hate the two-factor authentication. Two-factor authentication is great from a security standpoint, awful from a usability standpoint. <laughs> you know what's more awful? Because I have a wife that's in IT audit, is when your data gets stolen. Uh, that's what I mean. That's why I said it's great from a security standpoint. Yes. It sucks from a usability standpoint. Yes. So from an OG... Uh, Did I say Pacific? I didn't mean to. You I meant didn't. to say specific. Specific. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Mm-hmm. So you got that new cut from uh, the soccer mom. I'll cut it out. So you... what? Do, our plan is to be like just soccer topic specific with the three amigos here. No, no. I, so I'll, I'll kick off, though. I want a new topic... Um, I want to talk a little bit of U.S. soccer, a little bit of global news, etc. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna lean into Geo GeoGate. Yeah. Uh, deal was finally done. Uh, Dortmund wasn't a fit. Well, apparently neither was U.S. national team with uh, Burhalter at the wheel. Um, Dortmund wasn't giving him any minutes. He would get in, he would score, and then they wouldn't give him minutes, and he would get in, and he would score again. And for whatever reason. You know, whatever. Speculate. Wasn't in the minutes. But a deal was made. He's he's leaving the Bundesliga. He's going to uh, the other side of the channel uh, to Nottingham Forest uh, Premier League, which I love it for a lot of reasons, but I'll tell you the just one for the sake of our discussion here. It's the Premier League. That's where I want these guys to play. It's the Premier League for the next four months, and then when Nottingham gets relegated, they'll be in the championship. No, no, I do. Well, this was my part B. Uh, so I did a little deep dive into Nottingham going into the end of the season here. They're 16th currently. 16th currently. Here's the scary part, because the Premier League is infamous for this, and and I do think it's what makes it great. Pro rel, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a bottom three team, you're going down to the championship. You're the top three in the championship. You come up to the Premier League. So sitting in 16th place. Currently in the bottom three. That's, well, no. No, 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 no. no, no. That's right outside. No, they, they've they've got two, 
the space between them and relegation. They're but, 10 points. Actually, they're two points away from Everton, who's in the bottom third. Uh, how many games played? Uh, they've got 21 games in. Oh, 22 games in. So they have a, they, they're actually sitting at the same as Burnley, Everton, and Chef United, who are all in the bottom. Okay. So now, when you look at who they're about to play. Unlike Luton, who's 21 games. So they have a game in hand. Yeah. And they're only a, a point away from. Here's, here's what worries me with this deal. Um, their strength of schedule going down to the wire, it's not that tough. Nottingham's is not. They have City in there. I was about to say, and they have Chelsea, but that's... that's I wouldn't worry about that so much. Yeah, no kidding. But they play a lot of second-half, bottom-half teams, and those are the teams that are fighting for their lives, and I hate that. I do, too, because, you know, they, they, they play Bournemouth, who's in the bottom. They play Bristol City. They play uh, West Ham, and they've got, I mean, Luton. So it, it's going to be scary. A loss so to one of those teams is a, f- a three-point slip. It's a six. It's yeah, six-point six slide. So the thing about Gio, he, I, you know, I want, I want to see him. I want to see him thrive. I want him on the field. I've I've been advocate. You've been a huge advocate. Yeah, you have been. When he touches the ball, he does special stuff. So let me ask you a question, JB, because I'm I'm curious about this. You kind of hemmed and hawed around it when you were prepping this. For whatever reason, he's not getting the minutes. There's a reason. What is it? No, why? I, why? No, I agree, but he's my guy, so I'm going to. No, say I know, but I want reason. I want you to be critical here for a second. <laughs> Why is he not getting the minutes in Dortmund? I think Why it's is he not getting the minutes in USM? I, I think it's immaturity, and I think it's a clash of characters. Okay. Um, and we've seen this in all aspects of our life, where you have a really good employee but a really shitty boss or vice versa. Sometimes the chemistry is off in spite of talent that's on the table. When it comes to talent, when you watch Geo be Geo with the ball going at goal or whatever, He's the, he's the best the U.S. has. So I, 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 I'm not arguing that point. My issue is if it was one system where this was happening, I think that argument's valid. Like Pulisic, not playing well, at I Chelsea, but starting and playing every minute of every U.S. I'm going to take the U.S. Game. situation out of the equation because you had two parents that did the unthinkable that made the whole situation... Ten times worse, uh, yeah. By calling the coach and sending, you know, press release to out him. Like, are you kidding me? So whatever Geo, whatever issue he had or presented within that locker room, uh, it, it, was it overblown because of what his dad and mom did? Absolutely. Yeah. So eh, he was involved in that too. I, that's that's. I, again, I don't know what's happening in the locker room. I don't know what these guys, these coaches, are seeing, but. If you've got that a talented of a player, there's a lot of assholes that play a lot of minutes. I mean, all, all the way. To, look, <laughs> we see we see it on the weekend right here in our Absolutely. backyard. Absolutely. So that's why I I just wonder like there's something somebody else is seeing things that we're not seeing. And I did read an article that said Geo is not getting the minutes in Dortmund, and it's because he's the most underrated player we've ever seen. Like, well, that that, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, well, why? Um, F or, or, or screw all the noise. Here's the best thing that can happen for me being selfish. 
I'm a U.S. men's national team fan first. And we would all agree that Gio has a spot on our national team. If Gio, who is not getting the minutes, which we discussed, can go across the channel, as JB has said, and get minutes and play and play well and keep them out of relegation, per se, in a perfect world, that's the best-case scenario for us going into our North American World Cup. Yes. So wherever Gio can go, it, it's, it just seems like I think what we're getting at is everywhere he goes, there's rumors of BS, and that's unfortunate. Yeah, and he's got to, he, to me, rise above I, it all. I, I am not a Geo lover. Like, I think he's great. You're not a detractor of him either. No, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm a fan. I just, he's got to prove it. And my, my concern is similar to the Josh Sargent concern. When he came to Norwich, they were in the Premier League, and they are about to go down. And then he spent the last two years in the Championship League, which is fine. And I think Josh Sargent has grown so much because of that experience. Even after the injury in the World Cup, he has become a massive star in Norwich. In fact, when he came back on after being injured for so long, USA, USA was chanted from the Norwich fans. Well, he has earned that awesome. spot. Let, let me and point, my hope for Gio is he does the same well, thing. Well, let me point one one thing out, and then we're going to move on to the next topic here. I'm looking at his wiki page. The kid's 21. And his birthday, he doesn't even turn 22 until November. He's a good Scorpio like yours truly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a, he is a, he's a puppy. He's yeah. 21 years old. So whatever kind of attitude adjustment is needed, he's on a pretty goddamn big stage. To be dealing with this, and then uh, again, mom and dad stay out of it. Yeah, yeah, and I think they have to, especially in those organizations going from the Bundesliga to the English Premier League. Here's what I'll go with because if we're going to keep this soccer centric, because I want to get your guys' opinions on this, we haven't brought it up on the show. Can we talk about Jurgen Klopp's video? Can, 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 oh, it's brilliant. Can, can we talk about how he's just tired? And he's not going to coach Liverpool anymore. And then we can speculate, and then we can we can drink the Kool Aid. Um, do we do, do do either of you think that he's just tired and he's had enough and he's going to scale back, or does he have other intentions in mind on where his next landing place is and where are those at? I don't know how you go much higher than Liverpool right now. I, I, I don't know, other than a, like a national team, um, I don't know what challenge he could take on. Barcelona. Yeah. Do you think, Liverpool, do you think Liverpool, I think he can take on a national program, which is where I think he's going to end up. He's going to end up at the German national team. But do you do you think, do you think um, Liverpool, like if I was a Liverpool fan, I think I would be happy that he's leaving. Why? why? Well, because here's why. Liverpool don't play soccer anymore. Liverpool plays kick and run and high press, this whole this whole stuff. Like, the whole Mo Salas and all the guys that, that made Liverpool and win all their trophies, they don't play there anymore. They left. They, they identified Mo it. Mo Salah's like, still there. I know he is. Okay. But, like, what I'm saying is, is if I'm a Liverpool true fan... I'm not that upset that he's leaving. Well, let's get let's get into the 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 uh, rumor central or conspiracy theory fun side of the Klopp exiting Liverpool. 
Um, U.S. soccer. Look, Ber- Berhalter is carrying a ton of baggage through this process. So, is Klopp on the radar? No way. Why? I, I why wouldn't not. he? But why? Well, why wouldn't he be? A and to you, Jared. Why would you hope not? Because of, because clearly what we've been doing, it's no. Listen, working. I, you know it's my feelings working. on Burhalter, so I would take Klopp in a heartbeat, right? Just to bring some compassion and fervor to to our club. But <clears throat> I don't I don't see it. I I, I I just no. I'm not saying I I believe it, but you know, if it were on the table. Do you, you know, do you give a guy like that the keys to the car, given the state of affairs? It's the only way you could do it with him. I, I, I wouldn't. I mean... Why? But why? Because we've had multiple guests on this show, historians They've never the won a World Cup with a foreign Nobody has ever won a World Cup with a foreign guy. And then every one of the major guys that we've... Pat Noonan, uh, Jeff Cameron... We've never made uh, it to the semifinals with an American. You're right. But all of them believe... So... Maybe this is this is uh, not a great argument, but I, I want an a I want a passionate American, a leader in our game, to take us to the promised land. But wouldn't it also theoretically be if you brought in a Klopp or you brought in a Mourinho or you brought in any European name like that? When we have a roster that's going to be twenty five rough, you know, rough number of players, that ninety nine percent of them play in those leagues, European leagues. Aren't they theoretically closer to the style and character and culture that the players are used to than our makeshift American coach? I wouldn't call Berhalter a makeshift. Well, but you know what I'm saying. Like we we but talk yeah. about like oh well no no foreign nationals ever coached a, a, a World team Cup team World to Cup. win. Well, I that's there's a first for everything. I agree. I'm not I'm not opposed to it, and I've I've said that before. I I just I kind of agree with Jared in that it'd be great to get the most motivating and tactical manager out of the U.S. And I don't I don't personally think that's Burhalter. I don't know if Jurgen Klopp fits that. Um, I want Mourinho. Ugh. I, I, I would, I would take just Klopp over Mourinho. Just take it any for the day. sound bites alone. <laughs> I'll take Pat that, Noonan, Bruce Arena, and Jeff Cameron. I, I, what's the Philly Union uh, uh, curtain? And, and Sorber. I'll take I take I take curtain over Klopp <clears throat> from Philly Union. Well, it's all theoretical because until we make it to a semifinal or better, none of it matters. Uh, let's let's shift it up. Zach, what you got? Besides uh, pretzel bites from down here, Maggie O'Brien's on Market Street. <laughs> well, I want to go back to something when we were talking about like Explore STL. So the first home game for City is coming up on the 20th. And it's part of the uh, League's Cup, right? Wear, wear your gloves. Wear your gloves. But also something to, to get excited about is we now have almost like a true brewery corridor right downtown where you have... Urban Chestnut, Midtown, mm-hmm. you on, have, Wash- on, on Washington Wash Avenue. You have Well Spent, where we spent the majority of our first several recordings at. Um, we also have the Blue Jay Brewing Company, which is a brand new brewery on Best Logan. Fest beer ever, mind you. Yep. Best Fest beer at Well Spent. What's, Blue the, si- Jay. what's the cider joint, too? Uh, um, oh, gosh. 
and Schlafly while you think of cider. Yeah, Schlafly and then the uh, Brick River. Br- yep. Brick River cider. So, I mean, you can, from literally from uh, Urban Chestnut in the, in, in, on Wash Ave, walking east, stop at four to five different breweries on your way to a city game. God bless us. How amazing is I, I just think it's cool. And even if you're not a beer, you know, drinker like we are. Well, let's it's let's pull up Google cool. Maps and let's look at uh, uh, Kansas nope. Soccer Stadium. Not gonna happen. Um, <laughs> you can go to the Great Wolf Lodge <laughs> and go swim in a COVID-infested and get a Coke in Nebraska furniture mart. <laughs> Jared, what you got, man? Uh, you know, I, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna talk about it. Um, it's recent news that came out today. Lindsay Horan's kind of a lightning bolt in our women's game. She is the current women's U.S. women's national team captain. I'm not going to go down the road of if she's good, if she's bad, if, if, if whatnot, but she did an interview with The Athletic today that was released today. And there's a lot of controversy coming towards the women's game that um, they've won everything. So they're starting to get a lot, a lot of adversity, at least through the media. She comes out today and says, American soccer fans, most of them aren't smart. Okay. <laughs> they I... don't know the game. They don't understand. Now, I think that's taken out of context with me just saying that because I think she was congratulatory towards our national game and whatnot, but she's getting a lot of fire for saying that. And um, From snowflakes? I don't don't like that word. Um, (laughs) But what are your thoughts uh, just in that topic in general? I I think she's right. I mean, here's here's the reality. The U.S. women's national team for basketball and soccer has dominated both sports for two plus 25 decades, years. Right. And it's because we have very open policies here, laws, Title IX, that have encouraged women to get out and play a sport at a very high level. 25 years ago, civil rights in the globe. Other countries like are, are catching up to that. And so Wait, first world nations. Yes. First we're, world we're, we're not talking about Congo or Honduras. No, I'm talking or, about Italy. I'm talking about Germany. Yeah, France, Spain. Yeah, so it's Spain. They're starting to catch up, and our our women's game has changed drastically. Well, I would argue that there it's not a catch up anymore. the The parity they're there is 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 on the table. Yeah, because we've created the infrastructure, and I mentioned it in a previous episode that a lot of these women that are coming from Europe are coming to the U.S. to play in our clubs and play college. We're the feeder now. Well, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the other way, and I agree with her statement. And I understand that when you, when you, when there's an interview or an article, and somebody edits it and cuts that out, puts it in big font over Without her the picture. Context. You know, it's like, oh my God, she's bashing how, on how America, dare her. America, right? Well, here's the deal: walk out. On a Sunday or Saturday, Saturday or Sunday afternoon, go to a CYC game, go to a youth club game, go to go to Slice, uh, take your pick, pick a, pick a sideline, and you will hear some of the most, I don't know, insane is a polite way of putting it, comments and commentary as it pertains to the game. Yes, 100%. And, and I think that, and, oh, look, 
root on your kid. Be be a fan. Do all that stuff. But her point, and I think in the grander text, because I saw it too, and I read a little bit more than just that headline, is she was leaning into the difference in culture and what it is, you know, the education level of the average fan, you know, as they're traveling around now. And look, they're getting their teeth kicked in by Spain, by England, etc. Well, those those nations, soccer is in the blood, you know, and, and here in America, it's the fourth best, fifth best sport from a from a macro popularity standpoint. From a women's standpoint, though, it's probably top two. I don't know. And there's only two real popular women's professional leagues in the country, WNBA and are now NWSL. So uh, it, a close third is the lingerie football league. I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you just highlighted when the everything left, that Jared Lindsay Horan just said. Ticket money. <laughs> he doubled yeah. down. St. I Louis think, didn't I think even have a team. Yeah, you just confirmed everything she said. <laughs> All right, moving on. No, no, <laughs> no. I no, but I, I want to close that one out though because what she's saying, you know, quote American soccer fans are dumb. I don't. It, it, the context was not to be disparaging. It's more we are the the culture around it. it you know, we're we're spoiled. We are spoiled in St. Louis because in so many pockets it is part of our culture. It is a generational sport and we kind of understand it a little bit differently or at least, you know, approach it a little differently, but the vast majority of the country this is this is a first or maybe a second gen sport and it, they just don't get well, it. Well, and we also love dynasties in the US, right? I mean, Jared, you called out one of the greatest college coaches for American football ever, Nick Saban. That dynasty is over at Alabama. The Bill Belichick era at New England is over. The the era in Seattle <clears throat> with Pete Carroll is over. And we struggle with that because we change. Yeah, we struggle with change. We struggle with any adversity that affects somebody who's been in that that top position for a long time. M- more soccer news here that I want to bring up, and then I'll, I'll bow to you guys. Uh, yeah, because I got a good one. Yeah, and I want up. you, but I want you to talk about this too. Um, in our college game, it's a it's a big deal on our show because we like to have coaches and, and and just look at our guest list recently. 160 miles away from St. Louis is Peoria, Illinois. Bradley uh, University is there. University Bradley University. I the saw Braves. That. I saw that. Uh, Jim DeRose retires. Um, he he was there for 28 years, and Jim DeRose had a lot of good years. Uh, up and down, has a lot of good players, a lot of All-Americans, a lot of guys that he put in the MLS, in our modern MLS. Um, one of those guys takes over the program, Tim Regan. Um, what a – he was a great player. He played in my era. Um, so he gets the nod. I just want to mention on the show that, like, we have our big college programs around here. And Bradley May in the St. Louis market, excuse me, might be forgotten at times, but that's a big-time campus up there in Peoria, Illinois. And and good luck to Tim Regan, and congratulations to Jim DeRose on on, on an outstanding, long career, 28 years. I mean, it's just another um, regional proof, right? Yeah. Midwest knows its game. Yeah. Yeah. 
check this subject out. <clears throat> Have you guys heard of the enhanced games? And insert pun yes. and joke. Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel. I'm the commissioner of that. Uh, have you, you know who Peter Thiel is, Jerry? No. So Go he ahead. founded PayPal and then was a, a big investor in several other companies throughout the last 20 years. So Peter and a few of his buddies, a.k.a. Uh, venture capitalists, they've decided that they want to roll out a new sporting event called the Enhanced Games. Uh, these are going to be much uh, different. On the Ocho, by the way. On the Ocho. Uh, <laughs> Olympic style competition. That's bold, um, uh Track and field, swimming, gymnastics, weightlifting, uh, combat sports, etc. All of that. Now, here's the kicker. Steroids are not only uh, allowed, but encouraged. Encouraged. Really? Yes. Yes. The Russian Federation is stoked right now. And China. <laughs> let's let's break this down a little bit. Isn't ster- isn't steroids a narcotic? I, I, there, no. I have a lot of questions. They're not, necessi- a narco- not It's not a narcotic. It's illegal. Well, controlled substance and narcotic. I, I'm not going to. Is get it on into a scheduled a sub- substance? It, it, it is a schedule. Yeah. So how could this even be legal? Well, I I think there's a fine line of what is illegal in the eyes of the uh, IOC and what a guy like Peter Thiel you wants can to get make money on over the counter. I mean, not over the counter, but prescribed st- anabolic steroid anabolic 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 steroids Our that are not pronunciation chiefs having a bad day illegal. But like, so like <laughs> you or I, like we were gonna like I don't need our, to our CPO like chief pronunciation. our three guys here. Yeah, we wanted to really start pumping iron. We can't just go somewhere and buy. I'm, glad you, I'm glad you brought steroids. that up. I think we should get a steroid sponsor and throw our name or in the ring. Or can we? Maybe I'm just pick, wrong. Can, can I you think go we should do steroids? synchronized swimming. Three of us, synchronized swimming. Uh, people would pay in the enhanced games, sure. huh? People would pay to see that. Oh hell yeah! With lots of video potential. But can you? What, what does this say? Like, if I'm Peter Thiel. Arguably one of the greatest minds in business over the past 20, 25 years, right? What makes this a good idea? Like, What, what do is, you mean? I get to keep money, <laughs> but he's, he's a billionaire. Why wouldn't you want to see the highest performing athletes in the world with no restrictions just pounding each other? I mean, that's, that's what this is. Well, I think about you guys. <laughs> when you I eat a home, run, a home run race. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, home yeah. runs. You got, I mean, dudes just blowing out all the records because does, does Mark McGuire carry our U.S. flag? At the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd be a rod. <laughs> <laughs> They'll all carry it very no, high. I, I think it's a very interesting tactic because it's gonna it's gonna either expose one or two thing one of two things. One, we actually like watching these enhanced athletes more so than the non-enhanced athletes. And that could change the face of all current amateur and or professional sports. Do you think this is a Pandora's box legitimately as it applies to pro sports? No, because I think what's going to happen is you're going to see these roided out humans and they're not going to be as compelling. The stories are not going to be there. And I think a lot of people like watching sports because of the human aspect of it. And if you... They love the underdog. They do. 
Like so Rudy. I, I, I don't I don't think it's going to fail. People are going to watch this. I mean, people watch the XFL, so I don't have high expectations for people like turning it off because it smells bad. People are going to watch this. Do you think it's NBC or Twitch? <laughs> More Twitch than NBC. <laughs> Uh, but I think I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if you know some bankrupt Bally's picks it up and takes it on because it's going to bring viewers. It's just it, I, when I saw that, I'm like, I, I felt sad. I felt sad as a human, as a parent, as a lover of sports. Like, really, this is where we're at. Like, you know, we go from literally justifiably so running Lance Armstrong and Sammy and Mark and all of them uh, and yet we won't let Pete Rose get in the Hall of Fame well it's it's kind of a similar topic to the NIL conversation we've had a couple times where you've got Reggie Bush who had to turn his Heisman in and then you got guys that are playing for USC today who have multi-million dollar apartments overlooking the entire city of LA what, what are we what are we doing oh I'm with you. Uh, I'm going to close this out here. I, I got another subject. I got one last thing. This is an event. If you're listening, pull out the calendar. Pull out, you know, uh, change screens on your phone uh, on April 5th. Yep. Out at your Mecca, mm. your, your happy place. Oh, 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 oh boy. Yes. St. Louis Soccer Park. St. Louis Scott Caller Soccer Park in Fenton Mo. Uh, working with. Mr. Patch, yep, and crew over there. Uh, we got a little something, something cooking. A little soccer dad pod meets uh, a whole panel of steamers and a ballroom and beers and food. I can't. I, I can't even wait. And merch <coughs> and uh, steamers gear and autographs and stories that are going to come from 1979. Through oh. roughly 1986. Can we get can we get a little bit more like where it it's will. not just politically correct? It will can because we talk about the hot tub after the shopping cart full of beer. So <laughs> so here's the deal. We talked about it today. It will be recorded. It will be published, but it might need editing because we be are live. taking the rails off. <laughs> well, so I, I, I want to interject something in here that I think is really cool. And JB, you called it out. Go on social media. Look at Gallagher's recent post about the senior night that they oh, I sent it to you yeah holy crap what an amazing uh display for all those kids and i i used the term girls earlier when we were talking about the u.s uh or the college game with chris allen those girls are becoming women at these college programs every single one of them had uh their college sweatshirt on mm -hmm. the boys side several of them as well and they looked family. so excited, so happy to be there. And I'm just, I'm just proud of the club and, and proud of what they've done there. So Petch great and, and Tritt and everybody over there, great work on not just providing the environment to develop those kids, but also promoting them and spotlighting them. Yeah, so I agree. Kudos to you guys. Hey, uh, again, April 5th, uh, look for it. Give, uh, give us a follow. Give uh, Scott Gallagher a follow. Uh, Steamer Soccer Club is involved on this, too. Uh, going to be out there at Sock Park Friday night. It's going to be a blast. Now, Saturday out there, the next day, is going to be SLU versus Tulane in the... Uh, Tulane or Tulsa? Oh, sorry. Tulsa. My bad. Tulane's on the basketball <laughs> television over your shoulder. I was like, man, that's odd. Uh, 
Tulsa Slough is going to be on Saturday. Saturday night will be City SC versus Dallas at City Park, across the street here. And then Sunday is going to oh, be yeah. Derby Day in St. Louis. Uh, our boys and the rest of the uh, City SC Academy teams are going down route, route, farty far uh, to Soccer Park playing Gallagher and a bunch of head-to-heads, uh, I believe, on field one. So Yeah, that's true. Yep. Mark your calendar, 4th. Uh, April good four, soccer weekend. April five, six, seven. Check it out. I think I'm gonna try to get either Ebes or Petch or one of these guys, Carl maybe, if he comes up. I I, I want some dirt. I, I I mean, everybody knows they were good soccer players and they threw out orange balls and celebration was playing. I want to know what happened on the trip. Well, we were talking about sponsors, and the first names that came up were uh, Marlboro Reds, uh, Bush Beer, and Smoke Machines. So, Word. <laughs> it really didn't. That was my suggestion, and they all said no. So, uh, fellas, that was fun. Appreciate your time. Thank you for listening, and again, for all of you, uh, the majority of our listeners that are over 45 and male that don't know how to operate your electronic devices, uh, hand it off to your kids or your wives, and so you guys can type in your reviews, likes, and shares. We appreciate all that. And a quick thank you to ExploreSTL.com for all the love. PinnacleLoans.com, Chris, Bill, Pete, and crew. Thank you. Ambush. Games, 2nd, 4th, and 10th of February, and more beyond that. Check it out. Maggie O'Brien's Pizza pizza, uh, pizza Balls. What are those? Pre- pretzel Bites. Pretzel Bites. Are they more? They're basically donuts. Are they? I was going to say, is it more funnel cake or is it more dense? They're donuts. They're just as good as the soccer park. All right, there we go. We're out of here. Uh, dry January, long gone. Here's to uh, wet February. See you next time. <laughs>